Skincare Trends Part 3 Intelligent Beauty Beauty, an invention of the mind Beauty is a topic of fascination throughout millennia. Gustav Feschner, the pioneer of modern psychology, proposed a set of metrics which could be used to statistically define the experience of beauty. Known as psychophysics, he examined the relationship between the material and the mental world, known as die Geistigewelt in German, which translates literally to the spiritual universe. In contemporary models involving the psychology of beauty, it is primarily regarded as an undefined aesthetic response. There have been diverse interpretations of beauty as an experience. Philosophers have hypothesized that beauty must possess an inherent element of surprise. It's also been ascribed to pleasure as a visceral sensation. Psychologists have debated that beauty itself innately must be universal, which may explain our preference for familiar objects. Interestingly, Immanuel Kant famously proposed that beauty, in contrast to sensuous pleasures, required thought. Is beauty an emotion after all? In this podcast, I share more about beauty in the context of the brain-skin connection. In the previous podcast, we've covered dermatological conditions that literally manifest from the inside out acne excoriate, delusions of parasitosis, as well as stress-related skin aging. If you haven't been convinced yet about the brain-skin connection, this week's podcast episode may change your mind, pun intended. Intelligence, like beauty, is an attractive trait. Specifically, though, intelligence is only attractive to those who think about it. Contrary to the judgment of beauty, which we apparently view as an emotional experience or response. Philosophers like Immanuel Kant highlighted the key difference between pleasure and beauty perceived by the brain. The former does not require thought. The latter involves cognition. Intelligent beauty is a term coined in recent years likely for marketing the booming aesthetic industry. Does anyone actually know what it means? Well, I think I will attempt to define it here based on my personal and professional views as a woman and a dermatologist. Intelligent beauty has been perhaps coined to support the marketing efforts of pharmaceutical companies selling the latest aesthetic treatments. Like how the science of beauty has been used to justify aesthetic enhancements in the field of medicine. There are broader ethical and philosophical implications here. Ethically, doctors can be inappropriately involved in non-health-related messaging. It is critical to note that the practice of aesthetic medicine, for example, is not recognized as a separate medical specialty in Singapore, in the US or in the UK. It comprises a subset of aesthetic dermatology, as well as plastic surgery, dermatology and plastic surgery being the accredited medical specializations here. 
Philosophically, the public can be swayed to view their physical appearance as a commodity, much like purchasing a new bag or clothing. On a societal level, isn't this pretty harmless? Though it is important to dissect this argument because, as creatures of reason, we can potentially avoid a fallacy. In this case, of the science of beauty. Bombastic terms alluding to mathematical equations, the golden ratio of beauty, phi, the Fibonacci sequence, can give the appearance of credibility to the science of beauty. I don't think beauty is about an aesthetically perfect face, though. This is why the emergence of artificial intelligence allows us to examine our own emotional responses to the idea of a perfect human being. I'm not so sure if we are actually drawn to physical or robotic perfection. Something about life-sized robots living in our homes seems eerie, right? Back to Kant, who stated that pleasure must be distinguished from beauty. Studies performed by psychologists in modern times have backed up the theory that the perception of beauty requires thought. As opposed to sensuous pleasures, it is best defined as an experience that results from a harmonious interplay between our mental, emotional, and visceral faculties. Is beauty an invention of the mind? Well, my work now in deciphering the brain-skin connection is a way of investigating my own responses to beauty. In the empirical studies of the arts. Nadal and his colleagues concluded that the meaningfulness of an experience was at the heart of the appreciation of beauty. Importantly, what that means that it is if the observer determines an object to be meaningless, it is automatically viewed as not beautiful. Now, in order to derive meaning. We actually have to reflect and think about the concept. What does the data on the psychology of beauty say? Now, psychological investigations on the topic have attempted to correlate beauty with statistically measurable feelings:、um, feeling alive, a sense of longing, a sense of surprise, mind wandering, wanting more. Um, and personal meaningfulness. These were all dimensions associated with the researcher's definition of an intensely beautiful experience. Now, addressing the root of a physical flaw、uh, in the context of aesthetic enhancements must be carefully dealt with. This discussion、um, excludes medical interventions that have a reconstructive purpose. The reason why I highlight this is because body dysmorphophobia disproportionately affects patients who seek aesthetic treatments, and that has been well evidenced in peer-reviewed studies. Beyond that, we know from a psychological and philosophical perspective that these so-called flaws are perceived subjectively. Besides, that has nothing to do with 
physical health or skin health, for example. Also, we are well aware that perception itself is dynamic. So the allure of aesthetic enhancements is very clear, and the current attitude、um, is more of whatever makes you happy or another person happy. There shouldn't be a big issue, and it's a personal choice. I think I really want to highlight that the root of our dissatisfaction as creatures of reason must be dealt with. And conversely, if something makes us happy, even if it's just a momentary sense of happiness that we enjoy,、uh, we also should try to understand. Whether it is truly addressing the issue at hand, the reason is because what we see, especially amongst、uh, very beautiful young and healthy、um, celebrities recently in the media, is that there is a trend of mental illness as well as. Increasing rates of suicide in these individuals who are otherwise in the prime of their lives. So I just wonder if the widespread availability and、um, marketing of this、uh, medical aesthetic field, promising to offer beauty as a commodity, has anything to do with the. Psychology of these individuals who perhaps are feeling pressured、uh, because of the line of work、uh, about looking young and being beautiful always. You know, we always talk about survival of the fittest, and it seems ironic that in the middle of a pandemic that has taken the lives of millions across the world, that we should. Be dealing with a, a concurrent a pandemic of mental health issues. Now, I feel this catchphrase might as well be adapted to survival of the psychologically fittest in today's modern context, because it really seems, with the tragic incidents that we witness recently,、uh, that one can never. Feel beautiful, young, or perfect enough for the world. Today's podcast episode is my attempt at hopefully adding some diversity to the interpretation of the term "the science of beauty," which is currently used as the basis for cosmetic dermatological interventions. We've explored how philosophers and psychologists. Have studied this concept of beauty, and it's not in an aesthetically perfect face. So, to me, my greatest concern is that we may not even be approaching the science of beauty according to the true science. So, I feel one has to keep an open mind. And also feel free to entertain alternative ideas about the beauty of the aging face, for example, but also about beauty in general as well. To realize that it is as fleeting 
as our constantly changing perceptions and emotions. And at the end of the day, beauty may just be an invention of our minds.